This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. I'm Jessica Patterson, women's motocross champ, and you're listening to Hit Pass Radio. All right, welcome back to the program. Coming up, of course, February 9th, uh, the Minneapolis, Minnesota Super Supercross Round. And I, I got to tell you, if you're in the Midwest... Uh, there's nothing like, you know, running up to the twins. They know how to treat snow up there. Nothing to be looks fearful like it of. looks like it's going to work out this year. Last year we had a freak storm and a lot of, we did a lot of us here in Des Moines who were going to go, didn't get to go. I'm sorry. So do you still have your tickets from last year? I do not. You know, that's a good question. Rocky, my coworker, <laughs> he headed out and, uh, had to turn around this. It was a freak was storm this weekend last year. What do you make it up to boondocks or what? I don't even think he made it that far. Wow. I think he made it just north of Ames and called her quits. Mm, probably safe. Probably safe if he did it that way. We of course are celebrating a little more weather here. Central part of the country, uh, temperatures continuing to decline and we're looking forward to wind and blowing snow. Uh, in the offing. So for about a 12-hour time period tomorrow, uh, we'll be back in the midst of things. Good news, though, the the groundhog did, what was he, did not see his shadow. So what does that mean? I can never remember which way it goes. Either way, they're not expecting, you know, super long winter. They're That'd expecting be good. a regular spring. So that's good news for everybody, including those of you who ride your motorcycles on the street. Okay. Uh, let's... We, what do we got? Jack, you've got uh, some input okay. here. Okay. Yeah. The groundhog did not see his shadow, right. which means we don't get six more weeks of winter. If he sees his shadow, we get six more weeks of winter. Does that just mean he's tired and it's time to you know, take I another extended nap? I don't nap? know. We don't get six. Do we get eight? Or we don't get six. We only get four as the, is the real question. And uh, I'd be happy with four. I've got to tell you. Yeah, I'd be oh, real, so would I. Yeah, I'd be fine with that. But... Uh, not getting exactly six. I think it's inconclusive, that whole uh, by design. I'd be happy if the farmers already had the crops in the ground. How about that? Well, that's another eight to nine weeks away. Exactly. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. It is Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly, part of the uh, evergreenpodcast.com family. Check them out online. I think you'll find a little bit more to check out. Of course, on our iHeartMedia app, uh, coming up here in two short days. Yeah, how about this? Who plays the role of Anchorman on the uh, the two hit movies. Any idea? Any idea, Jack? Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell. Uh, he has uh, that character will now have its own uh, podcast, and it starts here in just two days. So check it out. If you're looking for a fun podcast, check it out. But my question is, who is playing Ron Burgundy? That's uh, that's what I'm talking about. It's Ron Burgundy is Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell has done all the promos for it, so I'm going to believe okay. it's him. Um, we go to our next guest, Garrett Marchbanks. Garrett, do you like the uh, you like the Ron Burgundy? You like the the Anchorman? Uh, me? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's not a bad movie. <laughs> There's some parts of it I think are just funny, funny. But can he hold it on through 52 weeks of podcasts? I don't know. I don't know. Well, good uh, good out of you, Garrett, to bump up a little bit in the absence of one Jacob Hayes. Uh, so appreciate you joining the show. Thank you. How are you? Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me. When do you head uh, When do you head to Minneapolis? 
Um, I don't do Minneapolis. That's all East Coast. So. Okay. It has okay. just begun, and way to go into well, – first of all, congratulations, Garrett, on a tremendous finish this past weekend in San Diego. Amen. And oh, for you, you've really set uh, – Set the break off uh, in good style, um, both you and Cianciarulo, two guys who uh, really wanted to go finish strong, at least for this first part of the West Series. Uh, what's that change for you? Does it change anything? Um, at the moment, uh, um, basically just put my head down, getting some good training in with Ivan Tedesco. But uh, racing – Part. It was a really good uh, confidence booster for me to run with those dudes and uh, even come from the pack that moto in the mud and take a second. So, yeah, right now it, it's been really good and uh, just moving on with that for the, the season. So The conditions were atrocious looking. Uh, I watched the race there from San Diego. Uh, it's been it's already been a weird year for uh, <laughs> for racing in the uh, Supercross series places that you just don't expect rain get completely drowned out. Uh, I mean, how how difficult were the conditions there? They looked pretty terrible um, and, and getting worse as the night went on. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like I even had to get to the LCC that night. So that even tells you how hard it was. I, I, I've always been a fan of the mud, so it didn't bother me too bad. So, But, yeah, the, the night, or even from practice, I could just notice the, the track was getting worse and the, like, the ruts were getting so deep by the 250 main event, so I couldn't even imagine what it was like for the 450s. But, yeah, it was, I don't know, it was, uh, it, it was pretty rough. But for me, uh, for being tall and stuff, it, I handled it pretty well. So. Boy, there's like he read my script. How tall are you? Um, I want to say six one or six two now. Six two. Yeah, that's that's tall for a motocross. That's tall for anybody <laughs> in the two wheeled sport. Quite literally, yeah, I mean, uh, as we all know, predominantly motorcycle racers, traditionally a little uh, shorter than your average human being. You're you're the other way. Yep. So. Yep. I saw a video of a gal. If she was five foot tall, I would be shocked. But she picked her bike up. She hipped it up off the stand. She was able to lean the bike into her. She was able to make sure it got started. And as it rolled forward, she climbed aboard her trusty steed and off she went. But And she was very technical in her riding skills. But, man, I got to tell you that stopping is what would you know be fearful for me, right? Yeah, that, uh, short, uh, shorter people, not uh, not a problem for Garrett. So Garrett, you get uh, a few weeks off. Uh, are you? Do you? When you've got this time off, do you attend any of the uh, E series or not? No, do do riders ever do that? I guess I've never asked a rider. You know, when your series is taking a breather, do you go check out the uh, competition? Um, some riders do. Uh, for me, I don't know what the team wants me to do yet. Sometimes they will, sometimes they won't. But uh, I think the only round I'll basically be doing or going to is uh, Atlanta, of course, because that's the East-West shootout. But at the moment, no, I, th I, I think I'm just going to stay out west and just train the whole time. So It's neat that you have that uh, kind of you know ability to make those decisions. What will best help you, not only in your hunt, but in the future transition as well? When do you guys, when, when, it, and I'm not even sure who's involved in that conversation, but as far as making the transition from 250 to 450, where are you in that? 
Uh, from the transition to seventy four fifty. Right. Um, I guess like when I when I would move up. Yeah. Um, I have no idea. They they usually don't talk about that until probably year three or four years into your Tunity career. So okay. until you're holding a bunch of titles and you're throwing them against the wall, saying I want to ride a bigger bike. <laughs> That's the other way to do it, right, Garrett? Yeah, basically. So. Garrett Marchbanks, our guest. Uh, you're listening to uh, two guys in the studio. And then, of course, PJ Duran, yours truly, Scott Casper. This is Pit Pass Radio. We go back to uh, PJ. So what's been your favorite uh, race tr- of the season so far? I mean, clearly your results might suggest uh, San Diego was certainly your favorite. But, I mean, the weather was a bummer. wasn't the only bummer of a weather race that we've had thus far. Uh, was it your favorite race of the first half? Um, one of, yeah, I would say probably first or second, of course, because of the second place, but, um, I'd have to say Oakland and A1. A1 was probably my favorite track so far. It was a pretty good technical track. Wasn't, jumps weren't too big out there. They had one decent size rhythm, but so far I'd have to say Anaheim won. And is the... This freakish weather that we've seen on the West Coast, uh, is it going to impact, continue to impact the area? I mean, I assume you're somewhere out there, and this might impact uh, if it continued to be abnormally wet, some of your training rides. Yeah, for sure. Like today, I was supposed to go out and train, but I think it rained basically all day, and it's been raining since Saturday night, so yeah, we'll have to see for the week what it's like, but... Yeah, I've, I've lived in California for a couple of years besides this, and I don't think I've seen this much rain out here in a long time. So They're getting it. i got to tell you, weather is – listen, if you think it's all global warming, it's it's uh, cyclical by nature. Okay, we've we've got that down. And uh, i got, I got to believe that if we're not prepared for the, uh, the inevitable, which is change, uh, we're selling ourselves and weather short. Uh, 250, that's what we're talking about. The 250 main results included Adam C. and Cirillo in uh, number one spot, but our guest uh, finished in second, Garrett Marchbanks. And Garrett, um, I'm, I'm just trying to uh, do the math in my head. How many rounds will you race this year? Uh, and it, will they all be West? Um, yeah, they'll be all West, and we'll do a total of uh, nine, I believe. Total of nine, okay. And, yep. and nine, I get it. You know, and I don't know this, but every team does it differently. Is there a reason there are no uh, East Coast dates? Oh, they're two different championships. I, I, I understand that, but to, for some guys, they may want to they may want to check out what's out east because at some point, obviously, you probably will be racing some of those uh, those facilities. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah. I don't think you're allowed to race those. East Coast, if you're uh, okay, other than the East West Challenge, which we've discussed. All right, well, that's the only way you could do that is if you hop on a 450 and go out to the East Coast and decide to do that, which we have seen riders occasionally do. It's definitely not common in the Supercross series, but it has been done uh, for guys that you know are potentially going to be moving to a 450 the following year. Uh, to answer your question, Scott, and that's where we've seen it. That's right, Riders it like Mookie back in the day when he was uh, going to be going 450 for the first time, and he's not the only one. You might take advantage of whichever w- east or west you're not in on a 250. You go get a little trek time on a 450. No, baby. <laughs> yep. All right, that'll do it. Um, 
there is, uh, I don't know if you were paying attention, but there was a game of football played over the weekend. Were you surprised by the finish, or did you even care? Um. Well, I'm a Denver fan, so I, I wasn't really too serious into it, but I, I'm not a huge fan of the Patriots either, so... I was really hoping the Rams were going to beat them, but I was kind of depressed for how that went. So, <laughs> you know, it's it's interesting. We we're seeing Supercross vi- uh, uh, viewership going up, up, up. Arena Cross, the kicker, Arena Cross participation, and uh, those that are watching it either in attendance or uh, you know the video broadcast. Uh, but football, for some reason, down ten. I think it was ten percent. That's a significant drop from last year. And, yep. uh, you know, the, you can't be a casual fan, and, and you did everything you were supposed to do. You had a West Coast team and you had an East Coast team. In this yep. case, the East Coast team was a snooze fest as far as I'm concerned. The best part about it, Gladys Knight and her rendition of the uh, national anthem. I thought that was pretty cool. But other than that, there was no big surprises. Yeah. Hmm. What are you doing for training out there, Garrett? I mean, clearly, as you said, the weather's might be standing on your uh, – Standing on your pit pass for a minute, but uh, do you get to go out and ride a bicycle? You do a lot of um, pedal training? Yeah, uh, like you said, the rain is out today and well, for the past couple of days, so we can't really go road biking much, but we have the little stationary bikes inside, so we usually cycle about, I usually cycle about, I don't know, two to three times a week and gym another two to three times a week, so it, it varies on which one I decide to do during the week, so... Yeah, I usually, I think I work out about four, four to five times a, a week. So. That's solid. That's solid. And you base you base out of uh, the West. Uh, that's year round, I have to presume. You're do, are you doing the uh, outdoor motocross series as well? Yep. Yes, I am. And you it, you don't change home base for one season or the other. Nope. I I was uh, last year in my rookie season in the outdoors, but. Uh, I think we decided just to stay out here in California for for the first couple uh, rounds. So, well, partner, you're doing an outstanding job. You're a tremendous interview. We love talking with you, and uh, keep up the good work. We'll have you back on again soon. Who do you want to thank as far as sponsors go? Um, I'd like to thank Monster Energy, Kawasaki Pro Circuit, Scott Fox, and Leah, and uh, my agent Mike, or my trainer Ivan, and. I can't buy a and Coulter, so. Got to get online, uh, get those people, uh, you know, the governing body, if you will, the people that make the decisions. Let's get you on the uh, website, okay? I will do. Thank you. <laughs> All right, man. Good job out of you. Got to take quick time out. Waiting in the wings is Jacob Hayes. He'll be joining us coming up next on the program. Uh, Scott Casper with you, along with P.J. Duran, Jack DeLeon, our producer on the uh on the program today, uh, best of luck as far as uh, rehabbing, and that's uh, going out to Leanne. I know she's not feeling well, so our prayers go with her. And, of course, Tony Wink on location, and uh, I believe he's, where is he, down near Baja? I believe he is two-wheeling Baja. Yes, he go. is. Right. Well, stay tuned. More pit pass around the corner. Jacob Hayes is waiting in the pits. He's next. Stay tuned. 
Ready to up your game and learn more about the thrilling world of sports betting? Introducing Double Down with Breslow, the ultimate podcast about the business of sports gambling. Join me, James Breslow, and a long list of expert guests as we dive into the art and science of the sports betting industry. Evolving regulations, technology enhancements, and the meteoric rise in the number of players makes this sector the fastest growing and most intriguing in the world. Unlock the business secrets from many of the industry's most recognizable C-suite executives, including famous odds makers and influencers. Every episode of Double Down with Breslow is packed with insider tips, deeply skilled analysis, and in-depth discussions. Don't miss out on the ultimate resource for mastering the business of sports betting. Listen to Double Down with Breslow on the Evergreen Podcast Network or wherever you listen to podcasts. That's Double Down with Breslow, the business of sports betting podcast.